Today I want to talk about the reason why I have decided, well, one reason why I have decided to ask for a small amount in, in these editions of The Beggar's Bowl. And to explain this, I want to tell a story that was told to me years ago. I knew a man who had a speaker business, so he was an electrical engineer and had designed a, a kind of speaker which he had patented and which was unlike any other speaker. This is like an audio speaker, a speaker that you would hook up to your stereo system. And it was unlike any other speaker in several ways that made it truly remarkable. And here's the story that the man told. He said that when he was a boy, there was another boy who lived down the street a ways. And he and this other boy were best friends. Both of them were very bright. But this man claimed that the other man was extremely bright, more bright than him. He said that the other young man had overhauled his father's engine when he was 11 years old. Both the boys grew up and they were close. They ended up deciding to go to the same school. I want to say it was Stanford. I can't remember. But they decided to go to the same school. The same college, that is. And I want to say that both of them majored in, um, in electrical engineering. I'm pretty sure I could be mistaken. But I seem to remember that they majored in the same subject. And my friend said way back then, when he was in college, that he wanted to create the best speaker in the world. And his friend said that he wanted to design the best sound in the world. Both men, as I remember, went on to get their PhDs and my friend started his speaker business. As I say, he designed a truly remarkable speaker unlike anything else on the market. And as I remember, he set up shop in his garage. He had a patent on his speaker. Um, and he started out in his garage. Um, and as the years went on, really, he stayed in the garage. Eventually, he had a little shop, or, you know, a medium-sized shop, um, employing mostly family. But from what I could tell, I, it, my impression was that he really liked to keep it small. He could have mass-produced, etc., but he liked being able to oversee every part of the production of the speakers. And as the years wore on, he had a he came to have a very loyal clientele who referred people to come to him and buy his speakers. And the speakers were fairly expensive, but they were good speakers. His friend 
began work on designing or designed um, at some point in all of that, either in college or as he finished college, he designed a noise reduction system, which you'll probably recognize. Um, it's Dolby Sound. And my friend, my friend said that he remembered something that his friend, the one who invented Dolby Sound, his name is Ray Dolby, um, he said he remembered something that he'd said way back in college, and it was something to the effect of um, that, that all he wanted to do was to get, uh, and I don't remember the amount, was something like 10 cents or 50 cents or a dollar or something, some small and nominal amount. I might have been 10 cents um, from every person on the planet, I think is what he said. And that was his plan for, for making a livelihood, which is essentially what he did. So that any time you go see a movie or you see, you know, displayed something about Dolby Sound, he received a royalty. And as the years would roll on, Mr. Dolby, my, my friend's um, old best friend, would become very wealthy off of, the, off of those little dimes or whatever it ended up being, those little tiny amounts that, that somebody would drop into his, into his bank account every time that somebody watched a movie or listened to a, um, an audio recording that had used his noise reduction system. From what I remember, I think my friend said that um, at the time he was he was worth um, it was in the billions. He was a, a billionaire um, and one of the wealthiest men on earth. I don't know how close to the top in the top something, um, top so many. I don't know dozens or hundreds, but um, one of the wealthiest men from from what he'd earned from. Uh, his noise reduction system. And I remember at the time I thought that was a really interesting story. Of course there's nothing wrong with either approach. My friend had a good business that, uh, that he, uh, he, he was very grateful to God for, for having blessed him with and, um, and Mr. Dolby was, was also um, blessed in his own way. My friend likely lived a more simple life, in some ways at least, you never know really, um, at least financially, probably had some more struggles. It, it seemed when he was telling the story that he was a little bit wondering what had happened, you know, how did, you know, my, my path end up here and his path end up there, uh, maybe wishing that he'd maybe taken a different approach, but um, of course, not necessarily, you know, not all that glitters is, is gold, so to speak, but but these were just, you could say, two different approaches. And it's strange that I was actually more compelled by the latter. And I liked the latter far more. I kind of liked the idea of not taking too much and just seeing how far it would go. It could have been that Mr. Dolby could could have taken his 10 cents or 50 cents or whatever it was, you know, and um, and that maybe somebody else came out with something better and that, that and 
we never would know what Dolby was, Dolby sound. And he might not have, have become wealthy off of those little dimes dropping into his account. We don't really know. But this brings me to the reason why I've decided on, one of the reasons I've decided on, I'm just asking for a small amount. And that is that it reminds me that what I have to say, I have to say to the world. And it reminds me of how much work there is ahead of me to reach all those that I desire to reach. Because what I have to say, I desire to say to the world. And if my bank account seems like it's not quite full enough or as full as I might like, then I am reminded that there must be still more people that I need to reach with the things that I have to say. And I'll say actually one more reason as well that I, I think I, I like this amount. And that is that it keeps me humble in a sense, in one sense. It reminds me that my perspective is not everything. What I have to say is not so terribly important. I am not everything. And I think that it might be harder to remember that if I were filling coliseums, charging each person a couple of thousand dollars ahead to get in and to hear what I have to say. So 50 cents seems to be just the right amount. And since I'm trying to do these beggar bowl episodes once a week, if it seems like you've gained 50 cents worth of value out of the things that I've had to say, I would appreciate it if you could drop that amount in my account. I have a Venmo account, which is the trackless path, and I have a PayPal account. At least that's for now as how you can pay me. Maybe I'll do something different later. So the trackless path for Venmo and the trackless path at gmail.com for the uh, PayPal. And I'll say thanks in advance for helping me out in that way. It means so much to be supported in the work that I do and to be able to take care of the people that I love. So God bless you and thank you.